0: Welcome back to the Bible Reading Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Shelnut, and I'm sitting here with the amazing, the incredible, my best friend in the entire world, Nessigas.
1: The the (laughs) intro's always the best.
0: If you need an encourager, just ask Brianna. That's your favorite part of the podcast, the intro? Yes. <laughs> That's the whole thing. <laughs> your favorite part. The only reason you do this is so that I can introduce yep. you to the As world. That's the
1: amazing, awesome Nessa Goss. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you are amazing, and you are awesome, and I am so glad to have you here, and I'm so glad to have all of you guys here. Are yes. we not happy to have all these listeners we who tune in every single Wednesday to hear the Bible being read and preached, yes. zero excuses, yes. even though it's not every day, it's every Wednesday, yes. <laughs> we are hoping to inspire you to read your word
1: yes absolutely Nessa yes
0: this is gonna be a good one
1: it is I'm excited for it all of them are good ones
0: but oh yeah this is gonna be a good one this is gonna this is a topic that we've wanted to talk about and explore for a really long time we are extremely ready and excited we've been prepping for this one for a week or two Mm -hmm. like we're ready oh yeah all righty Because it's such a good one and because it's such a big one, let's let's just jump in. Let's do it. Why don't... because this is so special, yes. who do we have with us, Brianna? You guys, for the first time in Bible reading podcast project history. And probably for the first time ever, because I don't talk about them. <laughs> I have we have joining us my parents, Woo! Kina and Whitner Esna, for the first you. time. <laughs> so awesome. Yes. Welcome, you guys. Thank you, Thank you for coming and sitting with me and Nessa and talking about this. Yes. I am beyond excited. I have a feeling this is going to be my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely. Thank you for likely. having us. Yes. Thank, oh, my goodness. Thank you guys for coming. Um, just to start off, tell us a little bit about yourselves so that, you know, yes. our audience can kind of get to know you guys a little bit. Um, you guys are married. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. yes.
2: <laughs> How long have you been married? <laughs> well, we will be married for 27 years in June 1st. Wow. wow. June's a That's good month. Amazing. Yes, it is.
0: Twenty seven <laughs> years, you guys. Um, for those who don't know, I have an I have an older sister who's mm-hmm. about to be twenty seven mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm twenty four for, for reference. Yes. So yes. just just know they've been married my entire lives. They have yeah. been such an example to me and to many others about their marriage and their oh my goodness, love yes. them so yes. much. Um, they are Hazel June's grandparents, and they're very proud about that.
3: Yes, I am. You better believe it.
0: <laughs> but we have asked you guys to come because you guys are of a unique background, as mm-hmm. that you guys are Haitian American. Mm-hmm. And, um, Dad, how long did you live in Haiti?
3: Um, for the better part of. 17, 19 years. Wow. Wow.
2: Mom, how how long did you live Um, in Haiti? I've lived in Haiti for 11 years. Wow. 11 and a half years. So So did you guys
1: meet in Haiti or did you meet in America?
2: No, we met in Boston. Oh. Mm. Yes. That's (laughs) really cool. It wasn't
3: the city city of blood of love, but I can tell you it was bloodily love.
2: (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) I love it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's that's extremely exciting. Um, that's so cool. You guys have how many children? <laughs> and I have how many siblings? Oh, just
3: five. <laughs> just five. Yeah, yes.
0: five's not too many. Yeah. Five's like a good number. I feel like five is a lot. Yeah.
2: Four <laughs> girls and and um, Jeremy, the little prince. Yes, four yes. girls little and prince. one boy. Yes.
3: And I'm glad you asked. The reason for girls, I was just looking for a boy. Yeah. Well,
0: like, <laughs> oh, yeah. at least at least he's honest, folks. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. That's yeah. What Matt
1: said. If we end up with three and they're all girls he's like I'm not trying anymore yeah. I'm like why not don't you want a boy and he's exactly. like not if I keep having girls yeah.
0: <laughs> Matt will take the message from, yeah. from God and understand <laughs> that he's just going to be a girl mom for the yeah. rest of his life yeah. but not my parents they didn't give up folks Yeah, and neither yeah. should you Pastor
1: Mark <laughs> just needed to try one more time yep
0: he did so. and there it was yep fantastic yeah. but alright um, thank you guys once again for being here we are, we are really excited and ready to jump into this topic so oh, let's yeah. do it so today we are going to be reading in First Samuel 28. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be reading the entire chapter, you guys. So it, it's a bit of a mouthful, but it's totally worth it. Yes. Um, if you want to go back and read the story, I definitely encourage you to do so. It's it's going to be great. But I realize, Nessa, I have not even mentioned the topic. Yeah. The topic we are talking about is spiritual warfare and demonic activity. Yes. Wow. And how real it is to this day, how real it was back then in the Bible, and how it's still alive and well today, Yeah. and how Christians should respond to it, and how believers should, other believers to respond to it yeah. and real life examples of how it's affected people and how it's happened in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. So I brought my parents here today to talk about their experiences because I don't know if you guys know this, but in third world countries, in other places, it's a lot more in your face, I would say, than it is in America, and so I really just wanted to bring them on here for a different perspective, some really enlightening words, because unfortunately, it's the same devil. It is. Same devil, same demonic Mm -hmm. activities, same thing that we are starting to see more prevalent today, I would say. It's Mm -hmm. better hidden in America. Yeah, Yeah. it's better Mm -hmm. hidden. Mm -hmm. So, We are pulling back all the layers. We are not letting the devil deceive us today. We are not letting him hide anymore. We are going to reveal every single thing. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. So, last week, we were actually with Saul and David. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And we're coming back to Saul. And we are going to talk about a story that does not get talked about very often. Mm -hmm. But it's the story of Saul consulting the medium. Mm -hmm. Right. So... Without further ado, I'm just going to jump yes. in. Once again, it's First Samuel 28, if you guys want to follow along at home, and let's just get into it. Mm-hmm. About that time, the Philistines mustered their armies for another war with Israel. King Akish told David, "You and your men will be expected to join me in battle." Very well, David agreed. Now you will see for yourself what we can do. Then Akish told David, "I will make you my personal bodyguard for life." Meanwhile, Samuel had died, and all Israel had mourned for him. He was buried in Ramah, his hometown, and Saul had banned him from the land of Israel, had banned from the land of Israel all mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead. The Philistines set up their camp at Shunem, and Saul gathered all the army of Israel and camped at Galboa. When Saul saw the vast Philistine army, he became frantic with fear. He asked the Lord what he should do, but the Lord refused to answer him, either by dreams or by sacred lots or by the prophets. Saul then said to his advisors, find a woman who is a medium so I can go ask her what to do. His advisors replied, there is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself by wearing ordinary clothing instead of his royal robes. Then he went to the woman's home at night, accompanied by two of his men. I have to talk to a man who has died. Will you call up his spirit for me? Are you trying to get me killed? The woman demanded. You know that Saul has outlawed all the mediums and all who consult the spirits of the dead. Why are you setting a trap for me? But Saul took an oath in the name of the Lord and promised, as surely as the Lord lives, nothing bad will happen to you for doing this. Finally, the woman said, "'Well, whose spirit do you want me to call up?' "'Call up Samuel,' Saul replied. "'When the woman saw Samuel, she screamed. "'You've deceived me. "'You are Saul. "'Don't be afraid,' the king told her. "'What do you see?' "'I see a God coming, out, coming up out of the earth,' she said. "'What does he look like?' Saul asked. "'He is an old man wrapped in a robe,' she replied. "'Saul realized it was Samuel, "'and he fell to the ground before him. "'Why have you disturbed me by calling me back?' "'Samuel asked Saul.' Because I am in deep trouble, Saul replied. The Philistines are at war with me, and God has left me and won't reply by prophets or dreams. So I have called for you to tell me what to do. But Samuel replied, Why ask me, since the Lord has left you and has become your enemy? The Lord has done just as he said he would. He has torn the kingdom from you and given it to your rival David. The Lord has done this to you today because you refused to carry out his fierce anger against the Amalekites. What's more, the Lord will hand you and the army of Israel over to the Philistines tomorrow, and you and your sons will be here with me the Lord will bring down the entire army of Israel in defeat Saul fell full length on the ground paralyzed with fright because of Samuel's words he was also faint with hunger for he had eaten nothing all day and all night when the woman saw how distraught he was she said sir I obeyed your command at the risk of my life now do what I say and let me give you a little something to eat so you can regain your strength back strength for the trip back but Saul refused to eat anything. Then his advisers joined the woman in urging him to eat, so he finally yielded and got up from the ground and sat on the couch. The woman had been fattening a calf, so she hurried out and killed it. She took some flour, kneaded it into dough, and baked unleavened bread. She brought the meal to Saul and his advisers, and they ate it. Then they went out into the night. Mm. Yep. Wow. Yep. So... Obviously, there's a there's a lot of things that jump out to you about this passage, but um, before we get into the personal testimonies, let's just discuss the passage. Yeah. Um, what are some things that leaped out at you guys?
1: Well, for me, when you were reading it, I like got goosebumps when she saw the vision of Samuel. It's like, oh gosh, yeah, you know, because it says that she screamed and stuff, and I was like, man, that's that's crazy. Cause right. I don't think I've really honestly read this story through. More than just like someone might have mentioned it a little bit, right? So that's just really cool that she wanted to obey with the commandment of "we're not supposed to do this anymore," right? So she like that just tells me that you know that Mm -hmm. it's wrong,
0: yeah. You know that it's evil,
1: and because it's just mind-baffling to me.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: And she didn't want to disobey, Mm -hmm. and he just wanted her to keep her to keep doing it, so she did. But. It just really showed me that she knew that it was something that was asked her not to do. So Mm -hmm. that tells me that she knows that it's
0: not of God. Right. And that she knew it was evil. And what's funny is that Saul is the one who banned it in the first place. right? And then he goes back and seeks her out after he repeatedly says that God won't answer him through dreams or through prophets, which tells me that those are the only two ways God spoke to his people back then, you know, um, through dreams or through prophets because he said, Why aren't people answering me? Or why isn't the Lord answering me? And so, what I think also that jumped out to me was the fact that Samuel was able to say, You and your sons will be here with me. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a place, Samuel was, mm-hmm. a very real place that he was called out of, mm-hmm. that he where he was. And he was able to verbalize that, you know what? When you die, you do go someplace. That mm-hmm. tells me hell is real. Yeah. That tells me that there is a definite place that mm-hmm. we go after we die. Yeah. Even if it was a holding place, mm-hmm. like how they described where Abraham and Moses went. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a holding place, there's still a place. There's mm-hmm. still a beyond that you can go to come Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't be disturbed from that place yeah Yeah. one of the first things that samuel says to him is why have you disturbed me by calling me back Mm -hmm. yeah terrifying sentence
2: yeah why have you disturbed me (laughs) it sounds like the dead doesn't like to be disturbed yeah once they're gone Mm -hmm. they don't want you to call them back that's what jumps out for me for this from this basket yeah
0: Now, I know that you actually have Mm -hmm. a personal story regarding the dead coming, the dead reaching out, or Mm -hmm. you uh, having the dead reach out to you Mm -hmm. in the form of your sister.
2: Yeah. Well, she did not reach out to me. I was very troubled the way she passed away, because she died when she was 33. She just Mm -hmm. had a baby in the hospital, and then she passed away. So I was... um, because she was not married when she passed away. So mm-hmm. I was really concerned and like, okay, did she, was she saved? You know, cause she grew up in church and everything else. So I was very troubled. The fact that I did not know what happened to my sister. Mm. So I used to just lay in bed and just, I don't know how many months after she passed away, but that troubled me a lot. And then while I was sleeping and then I had a dream that I saw her coming To me, Mm -hmm. does that make sense? But the way I saw it, it's kind of like between buildings... So I would see a like her coming behind a building and in the middle of the building I could see her and then she's coming wherever she was coming from coming towards me. And then I said I was with somebody else and I said I told you I could you know I knew like you know Emphasize I could talk to her on yeah. somebody
3: else. Yes,
2: right. Yeah. And I so I was pressing whoever was there and I'm saying I'm telling you this is her she is coming. And then but she did not look happy. Kind of like the way Samuel looked was mm-hmm. not happy at all. Um, that I wanted to see what happened to her. Yeah. So, um, and then as she approached me, but I could tell she was unhappy, but I, all I wanted to ask her, and I asked her in the dream, I said, what happened to us on earth when we say praise the Lord or hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And then she said to me in the dream, when we do say praise the Lord or hallelujah, it's an echo. So it goes back to hallelujah. And then heaven repeats Mm -hmm. the same sound. And then when she said that to me in the dream afterwards, I just saw like I started dancing. It was almost like a confirmation that, oh my God, she is in heaven and that kind of stuff. And then I woke up from the dream and then I heard a voice says to me, Why are you obsessing over what happened to your sister? Why don't you pray for your cousin Joshua instead? Mm. Joshua is a Muslim. He's not saved. He hasn't been with the Lord for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I heard that, I was shocked that Mm -hmm. I heard that voice. And then I was still in a dream. I didn't even realize I was still dreaming. So twice I had the first dream. And then the second time I was awakened from that. Um, why don't you pray for Joshua instead? And then that's when I really woke up and I look around and I saw that my husband was sleeping next to me. Mm -hmm. Mm.
3: And to make matters worse, as she was having that dream, guess what? What? I was having the same dream.
0: Mm. Wow. You're kidding.
3: No kidding. Listen to mine. (laughs) <laughs> Mine, because of my past experience, yeah. as I was dreaming, me and her, we were in an open market. This so happened to be an open market where me and her and her late sister used to go. Wow. Okay? So we were there, and as me and my wife were there, and then she come to us. But and instead of being unhappy, she was, in my dream... Um, very joyful, okay. all right? But here's the funny thing. As she come to my wife, and she start talking to my wife, and she say hi to me, and then she walk up to me. She said, oh, I know you don't talk to dead people. <gasps> she said something to me that I have never mentioned to her when she was alive. Mm. Only me alone knows my experience with my dead mother, Mm -hmm. That was keep on coming to my dream. And I was told to tell my dead mother to stop coming. We are not supposed to have any conversation. Right. Okay. I told my mother that that was years ago. Right. So what I have stated to my mom, echo to that whim. Mm.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Meanings.
3: Everything we say here yeah. really matter. Wow. Our decision, yes. our moves really echo somewhere else. Wow, so that's the first thing that echoing to me when she said, You don't talk to dead people, yeah, and then I'm looking at my wife going. I read with questions. Right. It's right. almost as if like she flipped the pages yeah. asking her questions. You know, and I'm like, I wanna distance myself. I don't yeah. even want to hear what she has to say, so I don't right. have no comment. Right. You know? Wow. And then um, when I wake up of my dream and she's telling me about this, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. So so to speak, being um growing up Haitian. Um, there's a lot of things that our spirit is in tune with, yeah. so I don't know if it's because of that or what, but I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's real. Yes. Yeah, for yeah. sure,
0: for sure. Now, um, Mom, we grew up hearing various stories, like we grew up um, knowing very from a very early age that there is a spiritual war going on all the time you guys Mm -hmm. definitely drilled it into us that it's real like Mm -hmm. there there was no there was never any question in our mind there was never any question in our hearts like we we always knew there are principalities we don't fight against flesh and
2: blood like we always knew that Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so we got it from you guys Mm -hmm. where did you get it from
2: well i personally got it from my grandmother um my grandmother was, she passed away about three years, three and a half years ago. Grandma was very fearless. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I never grew up with fear. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Haitian family that do grew up with fear, like their fear of the supernatural, afraid of voodoo, afraid of other Haitian, even in churches, mm-hmm. like they won't shake their hands, like they're afraid, like somebody's putting a curse on them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of fear with that. I did not grow up with any of that fear. I didn't fear anybody. Um. I, I just I just was not afraid because mm-hmm. my grandmother always project God was more powerful mm-hmm. than anything. That's so good. Like so powerful. She just believed that there was a God and he was in charge of all. So that's what was ingrained in me um, from the time I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've seen her at like display that, like mm-hmm. no fear whatsoever. Um, so grandma, um, one time, and she shared this for a generation um throughout our family. She explained how one time she woke up, she was a new believer, she woke up about 1.45 a.m. She goes to those prayer service early in the morning, but the prayer service is supposed to really start at four. Mm-hmm. But in her mind, she think it's three forty-five instead because, of one forty-five.
3: Because there were no clocks around.
2: Well, my um, my aunt was telling me there was a clock, but there's not. She didn't have a watch, and right. it wasn't a routine. Maybe the clock wasn't working well. Who mm-hmm. knows? But she woke up and she looked briefly in the clock and they thought she thought it was 145. So she's supposed to meet these women so they could go in a prayer service early in the morning. People do that. And then um, as she got ready, she left her house. She walked for about 15 minutes away from the house. Grandma, remember the street where she walked? What she passed through, she explained the story to us until she was 93 years old when she passed away. Mm -hmm. And then when she made it to a corner, she was standing at a stand where they sell lottery. It's like a little lottery bank. And while she's standing in front of it, and she said, wow, where are these ladies that I'm supposed to be meeting? Because that's the meeting place. And then she noticed, like, these ladies are not there. Mm -hmm. And then um, she hear a sound coming from afar, and then the sound is coming near, and she looked when she looked up, she saw about, um, but at first she didn't know what they were because she heard sound. So my aunt was telling me the other day, she said grandma held her Bible in front of her like this in her chest because she wanted to make sure if it was prostitution or anything Mm -hmm. like that so they would know she was a Christian, like she was not standing on a street Mm -hmm. corner trying to attract people. And then she said when she looked up, she saw about a hundred people coming. Mm -hmm. They were dressed in red and black. Okay, this is a symbol, I guess, for voodoo or stuff like that. And then as they started coming near her, they started to quiet down. But they start to push themselves against the other wall across the street so Mm -hmm. they don't come near to her. Mm -hmm. So she cannot tell what they see, but what she sees is like people are coming and then kind of like pushing, trying to stay away from her. Yeah, Yeah, they're panicking because they don't know why is this person standing there. And then she heard one of them say... Like, did that sound in their mouth. And they Mm -hmm. said, it's a very, very, very old lady. Yeah. What is she doing here like that? My grandmother was 45 years old. I wasn't even born yet. Mm -hmm. But somehow, God distinguished her and changed her appearance. Mm. Those people saw her as a very, very old lady and was even afraid of her because they were pushing themselves against the wall, like, try to avoid her. Yeah. And then while they're passing by and she saw them. And then after they left, she said... It must not be the time, what is going on? Mm -hmm. So she ran back home and went. She even had time to lay down and when she came back she was explaining that to those people. And then she figured it was um, devil worshipers that were at night, just mm-hmm. wandering the street. walking around. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then that that saw this her. This was
0: in Haiti. Yes,
1: yeah. this happened wow.
2: exactly in Haiti. Yeah, which is very common if you live in Haiti. Wow.
3: Yeah, it is though, but um, it's not just a group of people; mm-hmm. it's a group of possessing people. You yeah, I was gonna say, yeah.
1: is that dangerous? Like, um, very is, dangerous yeah.
3: because those people they beyond criminalism.
1: Right. Yeah. they more okay.
3: than any criminal you can ever face. Yeah. Right. You cannot bargain. a right, yeah right, You cannot right. bugging with that mm-hmm. and they're just not walking. It's like a band. Yeah. What I mean by a band, they have instrument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're wow. making music and they're music chanting music wow. as, they go in. And as they're and As they moving, mm-hmm. they're not just walking. Mm-hmm. They're also appearing, disappearing, appearing, disappearing. Wow. You can see them here. And then you see them there, mm-hmm. but they are moving in a straight line, mm-hmm. but not like you and me will be moving down the street.
2: Wow. It's yeah. funny that my husband say that, because when my aunt was telling me this story, mm-hmm. reminding me all the story, because I wanted to make sure I got it well from the time I heard it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. She said that grandma heard them, First, they were the music was um, near, and yeah. then it was far. Right. Near, cool. and it was far, and yeah. I did not even discuss this with with you her, And and yeah, he's yeah. just repeating that. Yeah. yeah, so they appear and disappear. They're a supernatural beings. Yeah. yeah, but they're coming. But what's what is more important is the fact that they saw Grandma, yeah. but was afraid of Grandma, mm-hmm. and then Grandma looked different yeah. to yes. them. Yeah. And then one of them said out loud, "Right, that she yeah. was, and this, this was, she was not disguised. a dream. This no, this, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to
1: clarify. Like this yes. was no, a this dream. No, this is not a dream. This is what happened, happened yes. in real life. Grandma, Grandma has it
2: shared this story yeah. for like over fifty years. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah, constantly. Yeah. indeed. And
0: I think, I think oof, we'll have to come back to it in mm-hmm. part two. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they use music, yeah." yeah. That they were chanting. Oh, it's huge! Like all of those things, we're we're gonna touch on it for sure oh, yeah. because we're
1: just trying to get the backstory of yeah. the experiences. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we'll, you
2: know, we'll mm-hmm. we'll come back. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, what what other stories has your grandmother? Well, shared? the other story that Grandma shared. This one is gonna be quicker. Grandma, um, one time she was walking, going somewhere again, and she was just walking. It was probably late at night. And then while she was walking, because these things don't happen often during the day, which mm. is interesting in Haiti. Mm. Um, and she was walking, and then she noticed that she saw a horse. The horse looked like it was full, um, ready for his rider. It was bridled. Had bridle yeah. had the seat, everything. Beautiful horse, just coming towards her. And then when she looked, and she saw, she said, "Oh, that poor horse." The owner must have lo- left, lost their horse. Mm-hmm. How are they gonna find it? Because it's just going. Because you could tell, like it's it belongs to someone. It's not just a wild horse right. or random because they had everything on yeah. it. And then she just looked at it and she she just felt bad mm-hmm. because of the horse. So the horse passed her, and then the horse stopped and kind of looked at her. Yes, <laughs> peeked and looked at her, and mm-hmm. the horse kept going. And then Grandma was on her way. She just felt bad for the horse because. The owner is looking for that horse. Right, where's the rider? Yeah, and then the next day, a neighbor told grandma's um, dad and said to him that you need to tell your daughter to stop walking late at night. Mm. And this is the only encounter that grandma had. So even the grandma could not see there was a rider on the horse, there was a rider on the horse. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when the horse passed her, And then she saw, it It was probably that neighbor, we don't know. Right. But grandma cannot see that he had a rider, but the rider, because the man, the next day, said to grandma's dad, hey, your daughter needs to stop walking so late at night. yeah, Just like that. And when they told grandma, her spirit immediately remembered that she had an encounter with that horse and say, oh my God, that was the experience that happened with that. Wow. Yeah. Um, I
0: like that you mentioned night because... Mm-hmm. The Bible mentions that yes. um, Saul's encounter with the medium and encounter with Samuel happened at night. It's always yeah. That it night. says, yeah, because they're then darkness. They went out into yep. the night. Yes, the darkness besets the darkness. Yes, yes. So that's why, and uh, we'll go back to the stories real quick. But mm-hmm. that's why there are certain movies that don't get played in my home. Yeah, yeah. there are certain things that do not cross into my threshold that Mm -hmm. I don't allow, Mm -hmm. you know, to be exposed to my husband or Mm -hmm. to be exposed to my children. Mm -hmm. Because when you open the door to darkness, Mm -hmm. there's no, there's no, Limit Mm -hmm. to how far the devil will come in through. Mm -hmm. And you may think, okay, well, that's a little religious or, okay, that's a little legalistic to, you know, not watch certain horror movies or not watch certain things that, like, invite those kind of spirits or invite those kind of darkness. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it's wisdom Mm -hmm. to Not partake in that because it is real. Like, we do have a real enemy, we do have a real demonic force that is in the world. Like, there it is real. Mm -hmm. So, by not partaking in those things and by not participating or even giving the devil a foothold, by not doing that, you are using wisdom and keeping your spirituality in a place where God can still use and minister through you. Yeah. Um, I think it is interesting that um, grandma was so spiritually awake. She like was. She was always awake. She yeah. was
2: always aware of like the of these encounters, these, the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though her parents were not involved in voodoo, mm-hmm. but she was still aware of it. It's right. It's almost like if you grew up in Haiti, I would say 90% of Haitian, it's very... Mm-hmm would you say 90%? It's very rare that they would not be aware of the supernatural. Yeah, maybe maybe um, 75%. 75%? Yeah. Okay, so Widner would know because he spent more time in Haiti, but they are very aware of the supernatural. Mm-hmm. It's not like Americans, like if you bring up the supernatural and they mm-hmm. say like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? They're aware, right? Like, but I don't think it's just Haiti, it's Africa, it's mm-hmm. the Caribbean, people are yeah. just more aware of it, where in the West, It's very rare for them to be aware. Because
0: for us, it's just speculation
2: it's just it oh yeah
0: be it's it's been Hollywood. yeah it's it's yeah. been yeah exactly it's yeah. been hollywoodized and, <laughs> and nobody really thinks of it as like when all oh, that, that stuff doesn't is
1: actually really right, happening people uh,
0: actually real <laughs> yeah. you know for for many people it's just oh that doesn't exist or oh yeah. you're being superstitious but there are countless people mm-hmm. with testimonies like grandma with testimonies mm-hmm. like you guys yeah. mm-hmm. who have lived this out who yeah. have seen it mm-hmm. and um something that's been on the rise recently and we'll discuss it more in part two but sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. the feeling i had that yeah the feeling and Mm -hmm. the presence of demons Mm -hmm. in your room Mm -hmm. or on sitting on top of you Mm -hmm. or in a corner or running Mm -hmm. across the room Mm -hmm. like it's it's ridiculous it's intense and Mm -hmm. people aren't are kind of just now realizing that okay this stuff isn't just a once-in-a-lifetime type thing. Like, this stuff is rampant and has been mm-hmm. forever, yeah. mm-hmm. for always. Mm-hmm. We may just now be coming aware of it more in Western civilization, Western society. But before we get into any more of that, um, Dad, what about you? What, what are some stories that you have or that you've experienced, um, whether it's by a family member or for you personally?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, one that's kind of like... Um, can be more um, acceptable to your viewers. What I mean. have <laughs> you? Yeah. <All right>. We <laughs> want the unacceptable. Yeah. more <laughs> sense to them. <laughs> you know, it's kind of yeah. empowering you. So I'm thinking um, that would be the first one for me to go for it to share. Once yeah. again, my name is Widner.
0: Yes, <laughs> and
3: I am the father of that lovely Brianna. Yes, yes. All right. And my wife's name is Kina. Yes. Um, Without any delay, yes. <laughs> it start up like this um, back in Boston, um, me and my wife we just i believe we just had Whitney um, mm-hmm. and my then, older uh, sister yes. yes yes and then um just out of random though because we don't mess around things like that. Yes. We don't mess around people doing this type of things. Yes. We don't participate in any voodooism things. Yeah. So no, out yeah. of random, random random like this, mm-hmm. uh, I dream I'm in my apartment and then there's an entity I can sense that it is evil beyond all evil. Mm-hmm. Wanted to bust to the door. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. While you sleeping. While I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Right. But the funny thing is, which is not funny, the craziest, the scary thing is, mm-hmm. it was not one-time dream. Mm. Okay. These things becoming a little bit occurring. Right. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, I have the same dream. Right. This joker is out there. He wants to bust in. Right. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And I'm fighting in my spirit yeah. to get out of that dream. Right. Come yeah. on, give me something happier, me swimming with <laughs> the fishes, you know what I'm saying? Give me something better. Right. Of all the dreams there is, come on. Yeah. yeah, And I'm like battling this, but then again, the next day, it's another day, busy life, um, take off. I never even um, come to me to go ahead and share that with my wife, you know? Mm-hmm. So life goes on until one day.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I decided to explain that to the wife. She said, wow, we just started going to church by that time. Mm-hmm. And then she said, you know what, man? You know, and I used to be a Catholic boy. You know, <laughs> I know the name of Jesus and everything. Right? But very strange, she said to me, you know, just um, rebuke that joker, man, yeah. in the name of Jesus. And so then good. everything will be a-okay. Right. <laughs> yep. All right? Very odd. All right? Well, not too long after that, here comes the dream again. I mean, the door is lighting up. You can feel the heat. I mean, pushes, pushing in through the apartment. Wow. Wow. This is crazy. And I cannot remember that name. Mm. Wow. I said, What was that name I was talking to my wife about? I could not remember. I could not remember. And then the dream disappeared. And next thing you know, I find myself right back in that dream. Wow. And guess what? This time, this joker burst through. Mm. And as it burst through, I cannot see no faces. I can only feel the entity moving I mean, busting everything out of this apartment, and right. this was a prized possession apartment. That place was immaculate, nice. <laughs> there were no kids to mess it up. <laughs> it was, everything was in place. Right. I mean, woo! It was something. Oh, I, I mean, this it. joker went inside there, bust everything as if like a tornado went in. Wow! Mm. And then now he's making his way to the next womb where my wife and child were sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I said, good God almighty, what was that name? Yeah. <laughs> and then the name come through. Yeah. What do you know? So simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and then I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you yeah. to get the heck out of my house. Yeah. yeah. Is this permissible for me to say this? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. All, right. All right now. Heck is permissible. So now... <laughs> so now and all of a sudden, it's almost as if, like, I can sense that he turned, he looked at me. I dare him remember that name. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost as if, like, he goes like this. <sighs> ah, yeah. I guess I got to go. Right. <laughs> he, was, he was making his way out yeah. to the apartment. He gets right at the door. And I looked all the stuff. I said, I'm not about to clean up. <laughs> I said no. You come back and come <laughs> clean the house. <laughs> clean
0: the house. Then you leave. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and he says, "Wow." And then he just waves his hands, mm-hmm. and everything wow. get back to its place. Mm-hmm. I still cannot see his face. Wow. It's almost one of those things yeah, going yeah. on that you can't see his face. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not the the idea of the dream. Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a strength who come in here to kill and destroy. Face right. has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So needless to say, I get victory. The next day, the fragrance in the house, you would think somebody was spending the whole night spraying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. That was before Fabrice, let me tell you. You're not that old. (laughs) All right. So the house smelled good. Mm -hmm. I was happy. I feel like... Wow. How yeah. do we say it? A million bucks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, do wow. you know,
2: while he's having all this, mm-hmm. I have no idea what's happening. Wow. I'm still sleeping, <laughs> sleeping like a baby. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping yeah. like a baby. Oden so sometimes you don't have to be tapping into spiritual darkness. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll just come in into yeah. your life. There might Ooh, be a door that's, that's open. so good. But yeah. But at the time, we didn't know what it was. Right. Does that make sense? It could yeah. have been Widner's past. It could have been somebody from mm-hmm. his past. It could have been anything else. Right. But it just came in. But because we had the authority in Jesus' name, yeah. it, w- it had to go. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. Speak on authority
0: because I do think that that's something that believers do not tap into often, yeah. Yeah. that we have authority over demonic principalities yes. that we have the ability to cry out the name of Jesus
2: yeah. and they have, have to, to go. flee. Yeah. They yeah. Have to just go. like I told you before about I did not have any fear. Like yeah. some people they will hear stories like this and mm-hmm. they're just afraid. Right. No fear. Yeah. No fear. I cannot even describe it. There's mm-hmm. no fear. Yeah. Did not feel afraid. Did not I feel like this is probably something you're going to need to teach Hazel when she's younger, mm-hmm. to know that she has authority yeah. over principality and demons, yes. and Jesus is above all these other things. So good. Um, My grandmother, there's a story where I remember this. I was probably five years old, and my youngest sister, Nancy, she was probably like maybe maybe two or one. Grandma was holding her in her arm, and I was holding onto grandma's leg. There were those people, they call called Lala, but they're, some of them... Were def- It's like a
3: Mardi Gras.
2: It's like a Mardi Gras, but different. This yeah, one yeah. was not the same. It was mm-hmm. the one that are doing chanting.
3: They were they chanting, they got uh, tambourine. Yeah. Uh, they got some They other- were worshipping Satan. Okay. They, okay. Uh, it wasn't just, yeah. okay. It wasn't same, just uh, a Mardi Gras. Okay. Were, it okay. was a
2: worship. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they came into my neighborhood, okay? Came in front of my house where I was living as a kid. Mm-hmm. And there is grandma. This is the only time I've witnessed grandma done this. Grandma walked outside in front of her front porch. She's holding Nancy, and then I'm holding onto her legs. I don't know where everybody else in the house was because my aunt lived with us at the time. And she just came out. And she said, in the name of Jesus, get out. Just like that, with a loud voice, she just projected, I don't want you on my lawn. I don't want you in this house. And then immediately, they Mm -hmm. left. Did you know that these people never came back to that neighborhood? Yeah, never came back in that mm. area at yeah, all. Yeah,
3: in that neighborhood. That's good. Because
2: Grandma said that to them. Wow. So I grew up knowing I had authority. Yeah. yeah. Authority was in the name of Jesus. Yes. I did not have to fear voodoo. I did not have to fear people in the church that I could not touch their hands. Right. Or anything like that. What somebody was out to get me—that's your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You could be out there and you want to get that's your business. You're wasting mm-hmm. your time. I just know I have more power yeah. because of the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I, that I live by. Yeah. Does that make sure. sense? I didn't have to fear anything. I didn't have to fear anything over my kids or anything like that. I always felt like I was covered by God. That does not mean the enemy doesn't try. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't like... have to worry about you. God mm-hmm. has to worry about you. Not mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? So that's that so was good. my attitude. Yeah. Um, I'm growing up with your authority. Wow. That's so good.
0: I I I have vivid memories of even like waking up in the middle of the night and seeing my mother crouching in corners of the room, anointing with oil. Oh <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah, <Yes. laughs> anointing with oil and yeah. you know praying. Yes. Yes. I'd wake up. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but from a young age, that taught me yeah. that there is power yes. in the name of Jesus. There it's is. not just songs we sing. It's yes. not just it's passages we. Read. Yeah. it's real really. it's yeah. living it's yeah. breathing yeah and that's you know that's one of the reasons why I feel like there's such an attack today mm-hmm. to discredit that yeah mm-hmm. to discredit the demonic activity to discredit demonic spirits to discredit mm-hmm. hell mm-hmm. and discredit that there is actually a place mm-hmm. that yeah. there is actually another world mm-hmm. that we may not be privy to with the you know, physical, physical eyes, physical eyes. Mm-hmm. but our spiritual selves do see it and right. do partake in it, and it is real. And the Bible talks about it. Yeah, and the Bible talks about it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And um, we're uh, oh goodness, y'all, y'all aren't ready because <laughs> yeah. we're going to get into the scriptures. We're going to talk. We're going to get into why the Bible says to not um, stay away from to big stay big. away from mediums to stay yeah. away from people who converse with the dead to stay away from people who try to bring people back to stay away from people who have demonic influences. We're going to get into all of it. Um, go ahead. And
3: also, um, it's, um, um very important for the audience to understand that mm-hmm. the Bible didn't just talk about it, mm-hmm. the Bible, the Bible acknowledged yeah. their power as well. Yes. yes. Because yeah. the That's deed so was dead. Yeah, yeah. You know, because um she was able to call mm-hmm. and she was able to see the prophet. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the prophet was able to speak mm-hmm. um for the present things wow. and for the things to come. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's why they stated that. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, by mm. this time, yeah. you, you and your son will be here yeah. with me. Yep. Okay? So good. So, wow. um, um, please acknowledge that because descent yeah. um, no game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's there. Just because mm-hmm. you're not aware of it, yeah, that yes. doesn't make it disappear. Right. Yeah. Just because no happening. one ever bring that to your attention, yeah, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it does not exist. Yeah. yeah. so We're so yeah. not saying that for you to build fear, yeah. but mm-hmm. rather right. for you to know it's there, and you also be equipped with power yes. in yes. the name of, of Jesus, Jesus. Yes. to yes. beat yep. any of it. Mm-hmm. No worries. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. so good. I
1: sometimes wish that we would see it more firsthand, like mm-hmm. Satan walking through your neighborhood and mm-hmm. your grandma or your mm-hmm. mom saying, mm-hmm. leave in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. because like we were saying in America, it's so desensitizing Mm -hmm. that it makes curiosity for people. And they're like, Oh, I wonder Mm -hmm. what it's like to Mm -hmm. talk to a witch or become whatever. Yeah. Because they don't, they haven't seen the reality of it Mm -hmm. and they haven't seen a real, interaction and the true power of Satan and the true power of Jesus coming together Ugh, and so who really yeah. wins and who's yeah, the truth. So good. We're yeah. just like, oh, we see it on movies or yeah, my friend's a Wiccan. It doesn't mean anything. Right? It's on the Grammys. Yeah. But it means a whole care? lot. And yeah. I think because we don't see it firsthand like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it is, I would say that it is there. Yes. I mean, I don't know if well, we talk yes, about that yes. in the next episode. Yeah, but the problem is for you to notice it. I don't know why the enemy choose to use America like that, right. or why yeah. he used other countries differently, you know, than it does America. Mm-hmm. Um, but I notice like a lot of the um, um, the ceremonies and the stuff that they do in Haiti or in Africa or in Caribbean, it just seems a little dirty. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. sometimes the people they're swimming in dirty water. Or they'll they'll start falling um, off the ground. Where they call that
3: rituals, rituals like yes. rituals. rituals. Yeah, okay. but yeah.
2: when we notice the rituals in America, they mm-hmm. look different, mm-hmm. right? They do because they're symbolic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like if you proper. I always say this. I said if you speak like proper English, the enemy will use proper English. Mm. Does that of make course. sense? Yes. If you poor, it use voodoo poorly. Yeah, does yeah, that yeah. make sense? It's almost yes. like to your ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in America, the way you see it it's when you compare it to the other countries. Right. That's how I'm able to be more sensitive to it. Right. It's not because um if I didn't know that it existed in Haiti mm-hmm. like I was not like I've never I would have not known that it existed in America. It's because I could see the symbol. Exactly. It's right. not so much the hand symbols um, because I had to learn that from my own small kids so I could be aware of right. it. But it's more like Um, the way they draw things on the floor. Mm -hmm. Asian people do the same thing. Right. The music, the chanting, Mm the... Worshipping false religion, playing cards—it's yeah, the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Like you know, using the cards, the tarot feeding, cards. The yeah. feeding the spirit, feeding the spirit. Yeah, yeah, like all these stuff. It's the same stuff, yeah. but it seems more acceptable here right. because mm-hmm. it's done so properly. Right? Exactly. Does it, that make it's, sense? It's yes, a it makes thing. sense? Yeah, completely. For sure. complete yeah. Sense. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Americans that.
1: wouldn't want to be a part
0: of.
3: Nah.
0: Right. Yeah. Blood yeah. gashings <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. Right.
3: I haven't said that. My second story might be. Because it's more we live, we live it. Relevant,
1: relevant, It's more
3: relevant to our time because this is a dream I have for our great city of Atlanta here. Okay, go okay. for it. Um, it was a good day, like any other day. Um, we did our things and then um, went to bed. I dreamed that me and my wife we were going. Just the two of us. Very strange because that happened pretty rarely, <laughs> so rarely. Um, but that was before we even have Jeremy. Um, we were the, going fifth. Somewhere. Yes, he's the fifth. Yes, he's the fifth. We were one. going somewhere in Atlanta, and we decided to park our car into the newest station here, Martin Luther King something here, uh, hop on a train and go to town. But as we get there, something happened. We decided to get off the train um, before the station, and we will walk through. And as we were walking through, I decided to get off the train um, beforehand, and my wife stayed in the train. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I will walk, and then I will meet you at the station. Okay. But for some strange reason, when I get out there I start working, I kept hearing a voice. Mm-hmm. But I cannot make up what the voice is saying, but it's an audible voice. It's a voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a voice coming from a mic, but it's a voice. And as I'm getting closer to town and I'm seeing this big, giant person on top of the building pronouncing to Atlanta, what's coming Mm. to you now. Mm. And he stated things that I cannot remember them, but they perceive like this. For doing this, Mm -hmm. this is what's going to come to you all. For doing that, this is what's coming to you all. Mm -hmm. For standing, for not standing up, for not doing this, for not doing that. And then people start looking and it turns out this Joker was huge mm-hmm. on top of the building. Mm-hmm. And he's shouting, and as he's shouting, everything's he kind of stated. The, you don't just hear it. It's almost as if like it's it's judging you through your being, mm. through your cells. Everything in you vibrate wow. through his notions. Mm-hmm. And as I'm keep walking, getting closer to it. And I kept seeing how big he is, and he's like uh, something dressing up. It's like every piece of black clothes he has, they got dirty. He just put a new one in. The newer one got dirty. He just put a new one. So he was like a pile of rags mm-hmm. up there. And you can see different type of layer of blackness clothes on him mm-hmm. and dirty like a book, but giant. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards, when we start getting closer to him, he just go ahead and says, there it is.
2: Mm.
3: And then he dropped down. Wow. wow. And as he dropped down, the land that he hit, it's not a river. He didn't land on a pipe, water gushing out. Wow. Mm. As the water gushing out, everybody within that vicinity but me lost their mind. Mm. Wow. I seen, it, it was so crazy, mm-hmm. that one scares me for life. <laughs> yes. Right, and yeah, believe yeah. me, I'm not a man that I it's can associate good, myself with fear. Yeah. 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 I'm seeing people tossing babies away, wow. stabbing one another, parents fighting with their spouse, yeah. with their kids stabbing one another. Mm. I'm seeing people going on a, running up, escalators and throwing people overboard. Madness. It was totally madness. Wherever you look, a fight is breaking up. Wow. wow! So here I am getting to that train station. Now whatever me and my wife was going to do, it's done with. Right. The time is upon us. So now I'm just looking to find her so we can go home. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, I find her we get in the train, and we, we are the two cent in the midst of all those chaos. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God. We're going with it. We're going with it. We're going with it until we get home. Mm-hmm. And we were able to make it home. Um, I could not see all my family. All the kids were there. And I was so worried. But when I get home, home was the only peaceful thing in the whole the whole, it's world. Like yeah, the whole thing, yeah, you know, wow. And then I struck a conversation with the wife, and next thing you know, I said, I can feel like, oh, it's it's, up, it's, it's getting on. It's about to get here. Mm-hmm. I said, oh my God, this thing's gonna be all over the place. Am I gonna be the only one left wow. with a sane mind? Wow. I said, I need to get out of here because. I don't want to see these things get to me for me to hurt any of my family. Mm-hmm. I I got to get out of here. Yeah. You know, and I wake up very sorrowful yeah. as if like I've been defeated. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, I just pray, you know, the Atlanta, Atlantans here, man, can stay in prayers, keep yes. bound that evilness mm-hmm. yes. that wanted to purge out. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? To and bust push, out of and our face. push pace. back darkness.
1: So on yes. um, yeah.
3: the battle's will, so those of you who have ear to ear, yeah. hear, hear, make your mm-hmm. decision, yeah. help, you know, um, at the end of the day, we, we each have to make a choice to either stand with God or stand with it. Yeah, yes.
0: that's so good. Wow. Yeah. And uh, all right. We will close there and pray. Mm. Um, thank you guys yes. for coming. Oh, my goodness. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for sharing your stories and your testimonies. And um, thank you for sharing grandma's stories. Yes. Um, we, we appreciate it so much. Um, we hope you guys were blessed by that. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be back next week. Oh, yeah. With, um, lots more. Yes, lots more. <laughs> we have barely scratched the surface. <laughs> so just um, hang in there with us. Um We hope we bless you guys with a good week. Um, We're going to go ahead and close in prayer. Uh, Father God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for your word and for your power and for what your son did on the cross. Lord, thank you for allowing us to have open ears and open eyes. Help us to have spiritual discernment. Mm -hmm. Send your Holy Spirit into our homes, into our lives, into our families, into our marriages. Father, continue to speak through us. Continue to let um, the men dream dreams, Father. Continue to show yourself real to a generation that desperately needs it. I pray over everyone who has either heard this podcast or who will hear it, Lord, that they will just get this in their spirit and firmly understand that we do not battle flesh and blood, but against spiritual principalities, Mm -hmm. Lord. And I just continue to pray blessings and peace over everyone because you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. And we'll see you guys next week.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Bye.